Support for Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel and the following message come from TransferWise, the cheaper way to send money abroad built by the brains behind Skype. TransferWise takes a machete to the hefty fees that come with sending money abroad. So don't get stung by a bad exchange rate or sneaky fees. Join the 2 million people who are already saving with TransferWise. Test it out for free at transferwise.com slash podcast or download the app. It is the wise way to send money. It hurt. It hurt from the money side of it. And I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I had so many sleepless nights and I was embarrassed that someone that I had trusted so much that was a friend that I was so close to had done this to me. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey friends, before we get to today's guest, I am really excited about an announcement that we are going to be making at the end of the podcast about something new that we're going to be doing here at Financial Grown Up. I'm going to fill you in after Liana Hawkins' story, so stay tuned until the end. But let's talk about Liana. She is the author of Young, Fun, and Financially Free and a financial marketing expert. You've seen her all over the media. She had a great plan to buy a car and then sell it in time to use the proceeds for tuition, but she learned a terrible lesson when a trusted friend betrayed her. Here is Liana Hawkins. Liana Hawkins, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Bobby. I am so excited to have you. First of all, I love your book, Young, Fun, and Financially Free. And you're also not just an author, you are also a financial marketing expert. So you have a lot of wisdom to share with us. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And part of that wisdom has to do with a story the car, your first year of college, and thinking things were going to go one way, and then there was a surprise and not-so-pleasant ending. Tell us what happened. Yeah, well, I call this story my uh, school of hard knocks story. So my first year of college was a lot of learning about finance and doing that whole traditional route going through school, but it was also a school and year of of hard knocks in the financial, the personal financial world. I had gone to my first year of college in Toronto and come back to the West Coast to Vancouver where I grew up. I needed a car for the summer. I was working at a gym and I needed to open up the gym at 5.30 in the morning. And that was before public transit was running. So I needed a car to get to the gym really early in the morning. So I had been working four different jobs throughout the school year to be able to save up money so I could get my first car, which was uh, this little blue convertible with a white leather interior. And it was so cute and it was awesome. And I was just so excited to get this car. But you had a plan for the car. Yeah. So I had this whole plan. So I worked super hard during the school year. I saved up the money and I had this friend of mine that I had known throughout high school for years. And he's sort of 
brother to me. He had said, well, if you save up the money, I'll buy the car for you in cash and then you can use it throughout the summer while you're working. And at the end of the summer, I'll sell the car for you because I, I have this car dealership and, and get the money back for you and give it to you so you can use the money to pay for your school when you go back to Toronto at, in September when you go back to school again. I said, that sounds like a great plan because I need the money for school expenses. And um, I thought it would all work out great. Sounded perfect. You were basically renting the car. Yeah. Well, effectively, that's what the plan was supposed to be. And all did not go according to plan. And I ended up giving him the keys at the end of the summer after I'd used the car. I thought it was the perfect plan. And, you know, it didn't end up working out that way. This led to a series of events where I had to well, learn. Wait, wait, to- what happened? What happened? So you, you <laughs> handed back the key where, and he did not hand you the money is what I'm assuming. Yeah. So I gave him the keys back to the car and he vanished and I never heard from him again. And so after. And you know, the car the vanished first- too. Of course. Right. Yeah. And so it had been about six or seven weeks and tuition was due. Expenses were due. Of course, I was renting an apartment. The bills were coming in. I was freaking out and I ended up having to get a line of credit from the bank. I had to ask my dad to co-sign for it. And so, you know, some hard lessons were learned there. My dad was a big believer in not immediately bailing me out, which he could have done, but he wanted me to learn the hard lesson that you don't just give up your assets to people without having a paper trail. And, you know, I had thought this person was a trusted friend of mine. I'd known him for many years. I thought he was someone that I could trust. And you know what? You just don't give your keys and your assets to someone without having a paper trail. Do the paperwork. And and do you know even now, years later, whatever happened to him? Well, uh, this is another story. Was there a backstory? Did he owe people a lot of money? Was he in trouble? Did he have some some reason, even if we don't like it, at least some something happened? Why he did this to you? Along the way, probably about eight months after the fact, he, you know, he did end up giving me some excuses, lies of excuses, very, very horrible excuses as to why he didn't give me the money, and you know, apparently things that happened in his family you know, saying people had passed away that were in his life and family members and whatnot, which I found out years later, they were still alive. (sighs) He was, it was a total con. This person knew immediately what they were doing. I ended up finding out from the insurance company that the car was transferred to someone else. The week that I had given him the keys to the car, um, gifted to someone else with a value of $0 with the same last name as him. He knew what he was doing right off the bat. It was deliberate. It was deliberate, 100%. So I found that out eventually. And I did run into him actually about three years ago or so. So maybe about, you know, 10 years later. That was a that was a showdown. I'll tell you that much. Wow. <laughs> I won't give you the details, but it wasn't pretty. <laughs> well, well, give us a little detail now that you said that. Well, it didn't get physical. I'm not that kind of girl, but it was it was ugly, that's for sure. But I never got any of the money back. But it was definitely a it was it was a hard lesson for sure. I think, you know, ten thousand dollars was around the amount that it was. And when you're that young, it's it takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work to save up that kind of money. And it hurt. It it hurt from the money side of it. And I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I had so many sleepless nights and, you know, I was embarrassed that someone that I had trusted so much that was a friend that I was so close to had done this to me, especially when I found out months after the fact that the car had been signed over to someone else and I knew it was deliberate. So tell me, what is the lesson for our listeners? There are so many ways that people can be taken advantage of or at risk with with your money, whether it's with your investment dealings, whether it's cybersecurity, 
identity theft, financial infidelity in relationships. There's so many ways that people need to be careful with their financial dealings. And that can be within within families and friendships as well as I experienced and how that all gets intertwined. So there's lots of different things you can do to protect yourself. And I mentioned some of those things in my book, Young, Fun, and Financially Free. Uh, there's also things like FINRA's broker check. So whenever you're going to go into a new investment dealing and you're looking at working with a new financial advisor, uh, you should go onto something called uh, broker check, which is a FINRA program. And you can look to see whether that uh, investment advisor has had any, you know, marks on their record and see if there's anything on there that you should be aware of because you need to be your own best advocate when it comes to your financial dealings. And so the moral of my financial grown-up story is don't ever give away your assets to anyone without having a paper trail and that you really need to keep really good records of your own transfers, payments, and passwords. And you have to be your own best advocate when it comes to your financial dealings. On a lighter note, you brought a great money tip, but also an important thing that people do spend a lot of money on, and sometimes it's not necessary. You call it, I think, the dirty dozen. Yeah, so I'm a, a really big advocate as well that sound money decisions start with putting healthy food into your body and, and making, I call it, uh, healthy body, healthy wallet decisions. So spending consciously and something that they call in the healthy food world, the organic world is their dirty dozen. So there's sort of the top 12 dirtiest produce items that you can, you purchase. So if you want to be buying organic and buying healthy food and putting healthy food into your body, there's sort of the top 12 things that are most important to buy organic. So if something like that is a priority to you, then you should be spending consciously on those items. And a great way to do that is to download an app like one called Flip, F-L-I-P-P. So you can download an app like Flip and you can browse different grocery stores, supermarkets in your area and see what's on sale. And so buy consciously and, you know, make buying healthy organic food a priority, but do it smartly. So, you know, shop at a couple different stores in your area, do your research and look at what's on sale at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's or the stores in your area. Find the things that are on sale and, you know, be aware of the things like the dirty dozen fruits and vegetables that should be bought organic. So what are those? Give us some examples of them. So things like apples, carrots, things that you buy that you eat the peel of mostly. So those are the, the ones that have, you know, the pesticides that are they're all covered in pesticides. Those things you want to buy organic. So apples are always at the top of the list. Things like bananas that you take the peel off of, you don't really have to worry about as much. But you'll also notice that bananas in the stores as well, those are pretty cheap to buy organic. So you don't really have to worry about those as much. Anything that you are also cooking that you boil or something like that as well, you don't have to worry about as much because the boiling effect usually kills a lot of the pesticides. But you can find that list anywhere. If you just Google the Dirty Dozen, you'll be able to find that list anywhere. And then, uh, yeah, an app like Flip can help you find organic produce or organic meats and natural food items as well. Finding an app like that is really helpful to be able to get organic food on sale. All right, let's talk quickly about your book, Young, Fun, and Financially Free. And thank you so much, by the way. You sent me not one, but two copies because we're gonna give one away to a listener. You have to tag this episode in a post on Twitter and tag both me. I'm on Twitter at Bobby Rebel. And what's your Twitter handle? Mine is at Leanna Blackhawk. All right. So tag us both and we will pick someone within a week of the episode 
dropping. And we will send one of you a copy of her book. So tell me more about the book. Yeah. So the book is a really easy read. It takes about five hours to get through. So you can do it uh, on a weekend. Uh, It's a nice cover to cover read, sort of a money 101 on anything from spending, saving, investing, insurance, just sort of an adulting book 101. And that's what we need books like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know what, when I was young and I got my first job in finance was in, in the stock market doing investor relations when I was 18. And I was really into this stuff naturally. So I started trading in individual stocks when I was 18. Wow. Yeah. So I really loved this stuff, but you know what, even for me, a lot of the books that I picked up I wanted to be reading them, but even I wasn't getting through them cover to cover. So I wanted to write something that people that even if they weren't interested in this stuff naturally could read it cover to cover, get a few laughs out of it. There's some funny money quotes in it. Yes, there's some very, very fun quotes in there. Yeah, so I just wanted it to be light and, you know, something that people could actually enjoy reading, whether they're interested in this stuff or not, they can enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be something that they struggle to read, whether their parents or their friends are kind of forcing them or asking them to read it or not. It's actually something that's enjoyable read. Well, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed this conversation with you. Thank you for being my guest. Where can people follow you on social media? So I am on Twitter at Leanna Blackhawk or Instagram, Leanna underscore Hawk. And they can also find me on my website, youngfunfree.com or blackhawkfinancial.ca. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Bobby. Love the show. So this story really broke my heart because we can't go through life not trusting anyone. This was someone Liana had known for a very long time. This was someone that was part of her community. So financial grown-up tip number one, unless you are willing and financially able to part with your money, get it in writing. There are plenty of places like LegalZoom, NOLO, and Rocket Lawyer, I'll leave the links in the show notes, where you can download forms and create simple legal documents for things like selling a car or other assets. By the way, I don't have any affiliation with any of these companies, but those are some names that you can look at. They may be a good place to start and see if they are the right fit for your needs. Financial grown-up tip number two. Liana talked about knowing where to spend your money on organic vegetables and fruits. I would add that you should also be thinking about what is in season And what is grown locally because it is in season? Because when something's not in season, they often source it from faraway places around the world. Because these days, most of us can get any fruit or vegetable that we want any time of the year because of being able to basically, as I said, source it from around the world. So that doesn't mean that we should. The best deals and the quality often happens when we keep it simple and eat the foods that nature wants us to eat right now. So in April... Here are some names, ready? Artichokes, asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower, leeks, lettuce, mushrooms, pineapples, radishes, rhubarb, and spring peas. I'm gonna leave a link to a calendar in the article from The Balance that I grabbed those names from in the show notes. It also has every month of the year, so you can go through that article from The Balance and look up what fruits and vegetables are best for what month of the year. Okay, now time for the big announcement. We have been hearing from a lot of you wanting to share your financial grown-up stories, your lessons, and of course, creative money tips. We're gonna start having one guest a month be a listener. If you want to be considered, we're gonna keep it simple, see how it goes. 
Email us at info at financialgrownup.com, info at financialgrownup.com, and tell us what money story and what money tip you would share if you were chosen. I'm so excited to hear from you guys and bring all of you our first listener guest. And that is the Liana Hawkins episode of Financial Grown Up. Subscribe if you have not already. Help us spread the word by sharing on social media. I am at Bobby Rebel on Twitter, on Instagram at Bobby Rebel One, and go to BobbyRebel.com forward slash Financial Grown Up Podcast to learn more about the show and sign up for our mailing list so you can hear about things like how to be a guest on the show. I hope you enjoyed Liana's story and that we all got one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.